0: One who took care of it. Okay, so we're on to be to be or not to be at the very bottom of the page, and uh, we're explaining the various opinions about when uh, we begin to ask for uh, where we begin to mention mashiva ruach umarita Goshim. That was a question whether when we mention it we're asking for it, but when do we mention it? And uh, um, we're saying that uh, it could be it has to do with the uh, the ceremony in the base HaMikdash known as Nisach HaMayim, that since the Nisach HaMayim starts at that time, so it's proper to mention that Hashem is in charge of water. That's the So the question is, where does the Torah tell us about the Nisach HaMayim? So um, the, uh, let, let's start from two lines from the bottom from Revi Kiva. Revi Kiva says, B'Shishi what happened was, first we started off with just two opinions, whether you start from the beginning of Sukkot, mentioning Mashiva Ruach, or you start from the first day of Shmini Atzeres, and then they fought it out, those two opinions, and then at the last moment yesterday, we brought in a whole bunch of other opinions, that you start saying it on the second day of Sukkot, on the sixth day of Sukkot, and the question is, uh, and then there was a view that you start saying when, later on when it starts raining. And so the question is, where did these, the second day and the sixth day come from? And so we're right in that right now, Revi Kiva. So it had to do with the drushes explaining the water ceremony. How do we even know you had the pouring of the water? So it actually is not so clear in the written law about the nisa Nisachamayim. It's hinted to or it's told. So this is the drasha. Revi Kiva says, <laughs> You mentioned Mashi on the sixth day of Bashishi, because in the Pasuk, by the sixth day's offering, it says, It says, you know, um, the analogy is always with food and drink. I don't like that analogy, but it's uh, a korban. You have your food, your korbanos, and, and you have the drink, you have the libations. So on the six days offering, it doesn't say your libation. It says plural. It says two nisuchim, your plural libations. Echa What must it mean? It must be that there's a second libation that day called Nisakamaim. That's the way Revi Kiva learned. Since the Torah talks about plural, that's the only day where you got multiple water being poured, things being poured. So that's it must be it's referring to Nisakamaim. So, the question, <laughs> But the Karbonos, when it's talking about libations, is talking about wine. So, if you have plural, it means more wine. How do you know it means wine and water? Khamra. <laughs> so, the answer is, uh, If actually he says he agrees with Rabbi Yehuda Ben Beseira, that uh, it, it's true that it just says plural libations, but. Uh, if you take all the extra letters in those three psukim, it spells out mem yud mem, water. So it's telling you there's a water libation. Omar Maya, he holds it, tells you about water. So that's how Rabbi Kiva understood that there's a, an additional water libation on the sixth day. And so that's where he got it from. So the Mara says, well, if he agrees with Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra that the, the, uh, the drasha for they went to mention the waters learned out from the mayim, so name it kavase. So why didn't he say day number two? Just like Rebiyud and Misera. Uh, let's do the last Rashi on the page. Savalek de mem yud mem marba nisa He agrees that the mem yud mem does it. So why don't you start from the first one? The answer is <clears throat> He says that he says the the. Um, the, the drusha that there's an extra one is only completed on the sixth day. So even though the drusha starts off from day sheni, but the, the, the actual uh, uh, interpretation that it's referring to two is day number six. So they agree on the drusha, they disagree about the emphasis. Is it the second day or the sixth day? Okay, fine. Tanya, No, Hasek, So now we're going into some other opinions about where we learn out the water pouring, it's almost inevitable if the Drusha is um, uh, is not direct that there'll be more than one opinion about it because uh, uh, if you have to search for a, uh, a proof that there is this ceremony. So he learns from the following: It says, Hasek Nesek Sheker Leshem." It's plural. One is the water pouring. Ah, you could ask the question that we asked in Reb Drusha. Drasha. You can ask that on Rabbi Nathan's Drasha, Reb Drusha, Drasha, Maybe it's talking about both wine pourings. How do you know that we got the water pouring? that says, Oh, Hasek, Hasek. Oh, Nesek, Nesek. My Hasek, Nesek. It's a, it's different words. Shema bina. It must be that one of them is for water. Mm. Now, water pouring is a chiddish a little bit. Usually, sacrifices mean it's something expensive. It's something you pay for. Water is pretty cheap. Uh, it's interesting that you would pour water. It doesn't, you, you don't have, you just go down to the well and uh, get the water. Was it
1: wasn't anything special, just regular water.
0: Just regular water, right. It wasn't from
1: the tap, so to speak. Is- to right, it had to be living water, but yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The pasuk that's being brought as a proof it's the pasuk ever. of the carbon atomic. It's not the pasuk, mm-hmm. it to do with sucrus whatsoever, with uh, libations. So why do they learn out from this pasuk that it's water with the wine? It's from Bamidbar Chuf Chet Zion, which is the paragraph of carbon atomic. Pinchas.
0: Just saying that pusik has nothing to do with circus. Um my assumption would be is that it's it's uh telling you about overall different services that exist. And so it's it's saying that there is such a thing as a water um uh, a water pouring, that there is, even though it's not it's not by the tummy, but that there is that there is such a thing. But i I'd have to take a look at that. Um uh um, that pusik itself. I, I hear what you're asking. It's, it would be funny to mention it if that's not the actual time when you offer the water pouring. Yeah, that's okay. Ella. Uh, so I, the truth is that it could be that if this was such a great drusher, why didn't everybody jump into that Pusik? The answer is because it not talking about sukkahs, like you said. So there's there's always a plus or minus to each drasha. Uh, Ella Hadatan. that which we learn is a ko so how 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 long did they do nissakamayim? How many days of sukkahs did they have it? So we learned it was seven days. Money. Who does that follow? E Reb If it's Reb Yeshua, uh, the uh, only day would be shmini atzeres. That's only one day. E Reb you started from day six. You got two days. E Reb Yehuda, ben Shita You got six days. So who's seven? So it doesn't seem to fit with anybody yet. Our three opinions that we're quoting, that the uh, the Ma'shiva rule has to do with the Kamaim. And the hamayim either starts on the second day, the sixth day, or the eighth day. Either way, how do you get seven days? So the gemara says, really the closest one is Rabbi Huda ben Becerra. Um And uh, the question was... Um, uh, it's only six days. The Rebhuda is far like Rebihuda, the Mas Nisan, He agrees with Rebihuda of our mission. It's not in Rebihuda Omar, but Lug Havanasa the uh Rebihuda says they did it eight days. So he gets rid of the first one because he holds they only start the Nisa on the second day, Umal Shmini. But he would agree that you do it on the on the eighth day. So if you start on the second day, you have six days uh, of sukkis and one day of Shmini Atzeris, so that's uh, seven. So that's how you get seven. And well, if that's true, why don't you do the Nisa the Kamaim on the first day? The answer is the because the Torah hints to it on the second day, you start on the second day. Well, if that's true, the Ramizi Bishmini Nami. Uh, uh, how, why would you do it on the eighth day? The the hint is on the seventh day. In other words, if you follow very closely the drusha of Mem Yud Mem, the second day and the seventh day. So how do you bump up and assume that there's going to be another water pouring on the eighth day? See that though. Again, we were looking for seven, so we we hit Reb Yudav who does six by adding Shmini Sarath. But his drusha is based on follow the mem yud mem Follow the drasha that you start on the second day. Well, if you follow the drasha, it doesn't say anything about the eighth day. So how would you get that magic number seven?
1: So the so, question is, well, you should only do it on the mem yud mem dates.
0: Right, that's right. And it would be six. Yeah. yeah. So we still don't have the author of the seven-day pouring. Wait,
1: what? I got, I got lost. Why, do, why are we looking for the seven days?
0: Because we had a quote that... Because we're... We, we had a quote that um, it's seven days. Uh, yeah, and uh, uh, it doesn't fit with any of our opinions. We thought we had multiple opinions. It's, uh, it's on the second day, it's on the sixth day, it's on the eighth day, right. but that doesn't fit with the... the how could it be eight, eight days or seven, seven days? days. So, so we're trying to squeeze in the six day here and say, well, maybe it means six day plus Shmini But if you're learning out from Mem Yud Mem, then you, you wouldn't include Shmini El Morris, says you're right. So, we need a new answer for this. How would you get seven days for Nisach HaMaim? Ella, um, it's going like Rebbe Yeshua. And uh, the, how does Rebbe Yeshua learn? Nisach HaMaim, Kosheva Hilchasa He holds this halacha Moshe Mesenai, and you can't ask any questions. It was just handed down that that's the way it is. It's not even a drusha. There are certain things in the base Migdash that were instructions given when they, Moshe Rabbeinu started it off and we just follow the way it's been done. What are those instructions? ish uh, bikas One of them has to do with the Ten Saplings, Arava, the service of the Arava, and also Nisachamayim Halacha Moshe Those all came from Moshe Misina. So, let's continue to says, Mishum over the Nei Tev, Yom Tavachon, So then we got to, besides the discussion about when you have the water pouring, and when you have the mentioning of the Mashiva ruach, but we said a funny thing—you don't just start from the beginning of the evening. In fact, it gets split up between the two chazanim, the Baal shachris and the Baal musaf. We said that on the last day of Sukkis, so Sholchag uh, ha'achron, beyond on the I'm sorry, on the first day of shminiyat Ha ha'achron maskir. The Bal Musaf mentions Mashiva Ruach Harishonenu Maskir. The Bal Shachris doesn't. Beyond the Rishon and then the opposite occurs. in the Rishon the Bal Shachris still mentions Mashiva Ruach, and then the Akron and the uh, the second the Bal doesn't. So, Hey Rebbe Yeshua, which Rebbe Yeshua is it, uh, who's quoted over here? Elaim Reb de If it's Rebbe Yeshua of the Mishnah, Ha uh, Rebbe Beyond the Achron Shal and so he can't be the one who holds you do it every day. He holds you only do it the last, on right. Shemina Tzeris. Allah, Rabbi Yeshua de Brisa, it's Rabbi Yeshua de Brisa, Alma Mishasa and Achoso. He says it's only on the last day. So that doesn't fit with him either. Um,
1: There's two Rabbi
0: Yeshua's, yeah. Oh. So at least,
1: at least two references, Yeah. two citations, Yeah. Brisa and Mishnah. And it's the same same fella?
0: Yeah. Um, it's yeah, it, well, I guess it would be a different, it would be a different, uh, you could be the same person. It could be, 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 it could be oh two different, Rebbe it could be, um, because one is a barisa, one isn't as authoritative. Hmm. It's a quote, two different quotes from a yeshua. So, which one would it be if it's a the Mishnah? So, he says you, um, he says that you mention it on Shmini Atzeris, which means Chakras okay. and, and Musaf. If it's yeshua the Barisa, he says that. Uh, you, you start as soon as you stop shaking the Luluf. Yeah, that ha- would also be Musaf right. The last one. After you stop shaking the Luluf. Well th- right, that's when you would, you put it down after Musaf. So Musaf you oh, would have oh, still oh, right, so yeah. it's really be the the next day. Yeah. So uh, so who does it fit with? And uh, that's question number one. Question number two and hey besera which Becerra would it be if there's, there was more than one son of, of Becerra? So, Eli, who would have been Becerra, if it's Rabbi Yehuda, Becerra? He said that you start on the second day, who must you. So, we're really confused over here. Which Rabbi Yeshua, which Ben Becerra, what's going on? i Yeshua let's say... Only one of them had that, Ben Becerra?
1: Is that what they're
0: trying to do? Yeah, that's oh, right. Oh, I see. the yeah. oh. so, Karle uh, Abba. Really, it's the same guy. Sometimes they call him his name, and sometimes they call him by his dad's name. What was the Hamakam? Before he got smicha, he was so and so's kid. Once he got smicha, so they called him by his own name. That's what we want to say. So it's the same.
1: But that still doesn't eliminate the contradiction he said.
0: Right
1: um, to, to say it. On Sayyidon for the second day.
0: So how do we how do we solve the contradiction? Um. Yeah, the question was if you said that it's when you put the lulav down that's the seventh day, and if you say it's Shmini that's the eighth day. So uh, let's see the Rashi here. It's the first wide line at the bottom. Ela Omram Nabr Yitzchak Chervayu. Uh, both of them had the boys Hey the Hey you said which member and which revishua they're both the same revishua and it's revishua bembesera let's say they're all the same guy Kasha, zimna I. why do sometimes they call him the by different names zimna karla da Abba. Uh, um let's keep on going. but But how do we answer the contradiction? Um Yeah, one second.
1: Um. Must be one of those cubes.
0: (laughs) Yeah, well, I'm wondering if the real question was just on the wording. What's he emphasizing? Is he emphasizing the yunt of Akron, or is he saying uh, after we're done with uh, putting down the lulav? But it ends up being the same thing. It's just... um, Oh, I see. Akron is, is not... Right, that's right.
1: Yeah,
0: so I think that's that's how that's how we're coming out. Okay. So there's Ta- never ever a, con- uh, a contradiction, right? That's yeah, right. The question was more the, the different wording he used, it different right. Who said it? it sounded like two different people? Okay, Tani, we learned bital Barujos. Now, so we have this whole argument about the rain. When you mention rain, and that's real important, but we leave out the dew and the wind. What about them? I mean, you know, if you're a farmer, that's all. Everything is important. So Tony, they they didn't obligate you to mention that. You don't have to mention that. Not a necessity. It's not like rain. But but if you really want to, you could. My Taima, Omre why aren't you obligated to mention them? Because uh, they are never held back. Rain. Sometimes it doesn't rain. But uh dew and wind—you always have dew and wind. Uh, how do you know that? Vatolmanol, how do you know there's no holding back of the dew? Exif. There was a famous time uh, where Hashem wanted to punish the Jewish people for idol worship, and He held back the rain, and that was through Eliyahu. Now, Yom Eliyahu Tishmi b'toshev Gilad He said, "Chai Hashem, by life of Hashem, the God of Israel, Hashem adilfaneh imi Hashanim elohut ki'im lefidvar It says. There won't be any rain, uh, any dew or rain, except when Hashem is ready, when you do tshuva. Now, when the time came, what happened? He came and he said, go and show yourself to Acha, the Etna mutar Al-Panay and make it rain. So it sounds like the only thing that stopped was the rain, the dew didn't stop. What's the reason? My It must be the dew doesn't stop. So you always have dew. So the rain, which you only have some time, uh, that's what we mentioned. So then Gamora says, Well, if the dew didn't stop, so why did Eliyahu swear? Why did he mention that dew? So Gamora says, Haki karma. This is what he means to say. He says that the dew can be a blessing. Uh, um so what he meant to say is that you'll have dew, but it won't be a blessing. A few the Nami He's saying, well, there won't be rain, but we'll still have plenty of dew. No, you won't. So why doesn't, why doesn't the verse mention that the, the good dew came back? The answer is, because you can't really see the good dew from the bad dew. So again, what we're saying is this. Um... Eliyahu, uh, when Hashem wanted to punish Ahav, the wicked king, for idol worship, he held back the rain and the dew. So our question is, we see you don't always have dew. So why don't we mention that in our tefillah? The answer is, you really always have dew. He just withheld the good dew. Um, And that's why he swore there won't be any good dew or rain. So then the Gemara says, yeah, but when he says he gave it back, it just mentions the rain. The answer is, it really means the rain and the good dew. But you really can't see the good do. There's just do, and some do is better than other do's. Can't you can't distinguish. And uh, let's go back for a second to Ahmed Aleph and solve one of the famous mysteries. Uh, we all know about uh, Eliyahu Hanavi, and uh, we also say he's the Eliyahu Atishbi, and we also say he's Eliyahu Hagiladi. That seems to be a lot of titles for one person. Is he Tishbi? Is he Giladi? What's the, the Tishbi? Is Tishbi the name of the place? So uh, the truth is, it's one of those mysteries. But let's see what Tosus wants to solve the mystery. Fourth Tosos from the top: V'yomer Eliyahu Tishbi mitoshev um, uh, Gilad. Tishbi. It's because he 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 lived in a, in a, um, well he was Giladi because he lived in Gilad. Now why was he called? Tishbi, then. If he lived in Gilad, what does Tishbi mean? So, Tosus wants to explain, nikra Mitoshve Gilad. You know, wh- why is he called from the residence of Gilad? The word Toshav doesn't mean a city of Toshav. It means he was a citizen. That's what it means, citizen of Gilad. Why does it say that? Lafi, the answer is, because it's not so simple. shahogu Yisrael, yavish Gilad, al there was during the civil war all the people in Yavishgilad were wiped out. For lo, nishar Ki ki'i mata nashem mina there weren't so many original residents left. Ki koshar hayo im they were all gathered together and they were killed. L'kein therefore meid ki yelum toshavim, that's why it says he was toshavim. He was a tishbi, meaning he was one of the original residents. Kach that's what Tos wants to say. Um, said, uh, Toshav didn't... The problem is, if he's from Gilad, he's not from Toshav. And if he's from Toshav, he's not from Gilad. So the answer is, he's really from Gilad, but he's not a foreigner, he's Toshve Gilad. He's one of the residents of... The one of the originals. Why is that important? That's a different question. But that's, that's what it means, Toshav, according to this... And
1: a Toshav, that means he's a resident. Oh,
0: In other words, he's a Giladi, but he's an original. He's a Tishbi, he's a Toshav, he's a, someone who's not just passing through, he's been there for a while. Okay, as we turn the page back to the Gemara, Omer um, Shua uh, um, ben Levi. So, I'm sorry, uh, Ella is where we're at. Ella Ruchos Manel and Delo Metzer. So until now, we're talking about three things. We're talking about the rain and the dew and the winds. And the most recent question was, why don't we mention dew in our tefillah? And our answer is, there's always dew. It it doesn't really stop. And the proof is from the story of Achav, because it doesn't mention that Hashem brought back the dew. And then we asked the question, but didn't Hashem swear, didn't Eliyahu swear that there wasn't going to be dew? He meant the good dew, but there was always some dew. That was the answer. And uh, that's why it doesn't mention that, that it came back, because you can't really tell between good do and bad do, but sometimes the do is enough to make things grow, and sometimes it isn't, and that's what it meant. All right, but what about the winds? Why don't we mention winds in our prayer? How do you know the winds don't stop? Also, the same answer, there's always winds. So Because he says a beautiful Pesach, Ki arba ruchos ha I spread you out on the four corners of the world, Hashem says, "My What does Hashem mean? Maybe you want to say, This is what Hashem said to the Jewish people, Maybe it just meant, I spread you out on the four corners. You find a Jew everywhere. So it says, Instead of saying like the four corners, he should have said in the four corners. That's not what it says. So what does the chaf the do there? This is what it means to say, Just like the world can't exist without wind, Also, the world can't exist without the Jewish people. Hashem said, even though I'm spreading you out, spreading you thin, and you might think that's going to be the end of you, you should know the world needs the Jewish people to exist, just like it needs the wind. That's what Hashem was saying. Therefore, if in the summer, in the summertime and you happen to mention the rain, I'm sorry, you mention the wind, that Hashem brings the rain, ain't Maxir no so. You don't make them go back because there's always wind. Even in the summertime, there's wind. So it's never a bad time to mention the wind. You didn't say something wrong if you threw that in there. Um, because, because uh, there is wind, even if it's not the season. Omar Morid Hageshem. But if you say Hashem brings the rain, you better believe you got a Davin Shmon Esther again, because it's not true. Geshamim. Now, what about in the rainy season? Lo Omar If you don't um, mention the wind, Ain Makzir No So. You don't, uh, you don't make him go back because it always there's always wind. It's not so important. But if you don't mention the rain, which only comes at that time, so the wind, since you always got wind, it's not so significant to mention it. Whereas the rain, you need to mention it when it comes, and you need not to mention it when it doesn't come. And not only that, Omar and even if you mention that he makes the wind and the dew happen, you don't make him go back. Tani. um, uh, we learned but the berukhos and the clouds and the winds lokhav lahaskir. now if you would want to mention it what would you say Vimbo lahaskir maskir my time. what's the reason meshum de lo metzi they never stop the clouds are always there and the winds are always there ay vola are you sure that they don't stop of yosef of him when he says the heavens are going to go on strike you won't even have clouds so from the wind. it sounds like you don't always have wind and clouds. Ah to min does it mean there'll be a strike and there'll be no clouds and no wind. So mutter? It must be referring to the rain. The rain, if rain goes on strike, then you have famine. The verse clearly indicates what it means is the heavens will go on strike, there won't be any rain. So my of him, what does it mean? I'm closing up the heavens to the clouds and to the winds. Kasha ruchos aruchos, we said that the wind never goes on strike. Kasha avin avin, we said the clouds never go on strike. So, how do we answer that question? Avin avin lo kasha, the winds, that's not a difficulty. Haba harpi, There's uh, the clouds, there's an early cloud, and there's a late cloud. So, it could be uh, the uh, the early cloud. That's not going to, um, that's not, uh, the early cloud, that's not going to, uh, that's going to disappear. The late clouds, that won't disappear. The early clouds are usually for the rain. The later clouds, those are just clouds, those will still be there. Rashi Becherpi, Avim Bechirus, the early clouds, Haboim Lifnei Matar, there's a certain cloud that's a rain cloud. So, Enu Atzuras. Those are not held back. And then there's a the cloud after the rain. So those, those um, yeah, um, I don't think I said that right the first time, but we're saying that the pre-rain clouds, those you could always have those clouds. The clouds that come after the rain, it's only if it actually rains. So uh, we had a contradiction. Do the clouds get held back? And we're saying now there's always some clouds, but there is a certain cloud there, uh, the, the uh, the late clouds those those maybe are held back no, yeah we have this concept
1: that you know every day is supposed to look at us as a new creation something special and miracles we're not supposed to be taken for granted and recognize Yad Hashem and everything so even even more so clouds are around wind is around it may be common but it's still a gift from Hashem and we should Still recognize that, and if we're really putting the power of Hashem into the Shmonesri and Gurus, I think it's a really good, strong question why we don't mention clouds and and winds and you know, more on a more steady basis.
0: It it seems like it's only when something's taken away that we need to mention it. When you don't have it year round, then you got to mention it. But when you have it year round, um, you're you're asking the buster of it, really, which is that. Uh, the fact that we have it all the time—that's that's, that's a, a unique miracle. Uh, why should we only mention things that come from season to season? I have to think about it. It's a. Uh, um, what's the purpose of mentioning it? Is it, is it? So it really goes back to the argument we had before. Do you mention it because you want it, or do you mention it because it's there? So if you say you mention it because. Uh,
1: first of the we say,
0: right, 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 because we want it. We're asking Hashem to do that. We need that. It exists there. That
1: that, uh, well, that's it's so
0: we had one, one opinion percent. that it is that you mention what you want. You know, if if you mentioned it, that means it's a, oh that you're interested in that. That means that's what you. Uh, it's a hint. Observation versus request. Yeah. Although we ask for the revival of the dead, you know, we, you know that's maybe we're hitting for that too. But that's a good point. Okay. What about the winds? Uh, so, yeah. It says that the clouds are always there, at least some clouds are always there. But we take the, but the, you were already brought from the Maasa with
1: Eliyahu, right? Right. So by the might of Eliyahu, it sounds <laughs> like the clouds <laughs> were not always there. Because after the face off with the V.A. Habal, so uh so uh, Elio
0: prays for a rain mm-hmm. and it says uh, he tells his it's not Look for he, the cloud, you know, right. Mm-hmm. Just look for the cloud, right? And he says there's
1: nothing there. And finally he says, Oh yeah, there's this tiny cloud on the horizon, you know. Uh-huh. By um by Iba Shabi and it was by the, the the seventh time that he that he domined, okay, by Yomrahine of Kitana
0: Kit Ola Maya. I'm I'm
1: and then you go to the you better, you better get your rain codes, you know, because it's gonna pour. So that implies that there were no clouds, no?
0: We're saying that sometimes you could have a rain cloud and it won't rain. That's what right. we're saying. That's, that's right. what uh here is saying. Now that cloud actually was the was the real Okoy. But we're saying that sometimes you'll have a cloud and it doesn't mean it's gonna rain. Okay. So but what about the wind? That's what we're interested in now. Uh, I do, we have a contradiction. One implies that you, it, there's always wind, and one implies that it's sometimes held back. So, ruchos, ruachos. what are you going to do with that contradiction? Lokasha mitsuya, You always have regular wind, but you don't always have the irregular wind. So, ruach, she'en, Now, why do you need the irregular wind? Meaning that you have your everyday uh, chilled wind, and then every now and then you have where it's really windy. So why do you need that wind? The answer is chazi libeidori. You need that to winnow. You're waiting for that windy day to get the winnowing done. You need that to happen. So um, so shouldn't you daven for wind to have that unusual wind? So the said, uh, no, actually because Epshir Nefusa, there's a man-made way to winnow. So you have a way out um and therefore uh you don't it's not a necessity. It's just nice to have the wind, but otherwise you could do nafusa. Tanya Abin Ruchus Schneeslamata. Um that we learned that the winds and the dew are um they follow the, the rain. Hechidami, what's the case? Oma Yehuda, de Mitra, they come after the rain. Lemay de Mayusa. Is do you mean to say uh, that the, uh, they're a good thing, the wind after the rain. It says that Hashem will give the rain and it'll be like dust. He says the worst thing is to have the wind after the rain, that that's like a bad thing. So Lamora said, it depends. When it comes soft, a slight blowing, that helps scatter the seeds and helps them grow. That's a good thing. Had ase rezaya. That's when it comes in a rezaya way, in a strong way. That's uh, that causes trouble. Or if you want, had the mali One wind stirs up the dust. Had the lo maliak. One wind doesn't stir up the dust. We all know from the dust bowl. You know that was the the wind there was that good. The wind blew up the dust, and uh, that was the end of the those crops. Om um, Rabiuta uh, Zika Mitra, He says, a wind that comes after the rain, that's like rain. Eva Debasa Mitra, the clouds that come after rain, Kamitra, they're like the rain. Shimsha Debasa Mitra, if the sun comes out after the rain, Kitre Mitra, that's like double rain. The sun after the rain really uh, has the, the best effect on the, on the growth. Lamutemai was it coming to exclude. There's a different kind of sun. What sun is that Gila Delilah, a night sun, the Shimshi de Korki, or the sun in between the bald spots, like in between the clouds, where it's not really a good sun there's certain certain kinds of suns that are there there's big value to growth, and these other kinds of suns there's not such big value Rashi, of course, there's an old French word for this kind of sun. some people like French for that reason because there's so and has so many words for different like English doesn't have. What's this word Gila Delilah? Ashlutra Palace. become a You have these sun rays at night. I don't know. Does he mean like sunset or not? Does the Arscroll say what that's called? The the night sun?
1: No. Uh-huh. I was thinking
0: Uh-huh. Maybe it's like that. An eclipse. Uh-huh. Yom or during the day, of him. It's like the cloud the sun that peaks in between the clouds. It's so, in some places it's light, in some places it's cloudy. it's like a bold spot in between two hairs. So those kinds of rains are not good, but if you have a uh, uh, those kinds of sun, but if you have really Geshmaka sun after the rain, then it's a bracha. It's like double rain. Mali toga laturi ke hamisha mato if you have a good snow in the mountains it's like five rains on the ground if uh, that's the the weatherman will tell you that if they have snow because it it, it brings water to the aquifer chenemaki le shog yomar a hu orits vegashamato vegashamachik uzo. and there's five words there for the the gashmaku rain that comes from the snow in the mountains omorava toga laturi matro rezile ilani He says, when you got the snow in the mountains, there'll be a good rain for the, um, there'll be a good rain. Uh, The land will have lots of water. Matra if you have a strong rain, that's for the trees. Mitra if it's a weak rain, Leperi, that's for fruits. Apparently, trees need a stronger rain, a heavy rain, and then there's a soft rain that's used uh, for the veggies. Okay, we will